one, episode three, on the sofa with Sisu. <laughs> Honestly, someone's going to sue us for that. Someone's going to be like, that's my beat. You can't use that in that's your my, podcast. That's my pew. It's my pew. So, today we're starting a little bit differently because I have got a question just to like ease us in. Hit me. So, what TV show shaped who you are today, <laughs> would you say? Do you know what? I, I'm going to be really like stiff mm. about this and say I don't think any TV shows actually shaped who I am today. But I will oh tell God. you, yeah. She always has to kill it, right? She no, always... but this is going to make you laugh, okay? And you'll, see, you'll, you'll, you'll understand my disclaimer. The TV show that I remember most, yeah, when I was a kid is Man O' Man. Do you remember that with Chris Tarrant? Man, man, oh, oh, man. And they did the pec dance. Yeah, and then they used to push him in the pool, yeah. right? You're cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> You're cancelled. Today's episode is called You're Cancelled. <laughs> oh, my God. And I used to love it so much. That's probably why I'm such a bull buster. Yeah, it spends a lot, actually. So it did actually shape you. Oh, my God. Yeah, man, oh, man. It's very much you. Yeah, it's very much man, me. oh, man. But can I just say also, whilst we're talking about TV shows, I have been watching, um, I've just finished actually, Netflix, uh, Ginny and Georgia. <laughs> you know how much I've been loving it. <laughs> obsessed. You I'm literally obsessed. Talking. You won't stop talking about but it. But what I want to actually say about it is, it has managed to cover so many angles and avenues of diversity. I'm sure there are some that have been left out, but... In one program, I've seen so much coverage mm. over all different characteristics, which was actually really nice to see. And the way that it's all been tied into a storyline, it's been quite, um, yeah, it's good. I'm going to have to watch it. Then we can give, we can do like a little convo about it on the potty. I've been telling you to watch it for weeks. I know, but I... Basically, that resonates so much with Georgia. <laughs> I, I can only watch a certain amount of things at any one time. Like, in terms of, like, I can, if I'm watching a series, I can only then watch one other series the other, at the same time. I can't watch multiple series. Parallel. Yeah, I can't do that. So, like, we started watching Dharma ages ago, and I've got this thing at the moment that I'm like, I don't want to watch the rest of it because I know what happens and I think it's disgusting. And also, it's a really crap show. It's really slow. But I need to finish it because we started it now. I thought you had finished it. No, I, can't, oh, I just can't. Shame. I can't get round to it. But So what TV show shaped you then when you were hmm. young? What TV show? young lad. When I was a young lad. What did you like to watch? Um, when I was a young boy, I used to love watching EastEnders. When you were a young boy? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. He still loves watching it now. So I don't know why... EastEnders, I feel like, was the thing that brought my family together. And I feel like it That's really nice. shaped, like, growing up. Like, we always knew that EastEnders was on at 7.30. We'd always have our dinner just before EastEnders started or we'd have it just during EastEnders and we'd all sit down and watch EastEnders together. And that was, like, growing up. And that really shaped, like, me as a person. I think the only time that I didn't watch EastEnders was when I went to uni. And then, because obviously, mm. you know, just... Then you watched Sex in the City. Then I watched Sex in the City, yeah. <laughs> then I moved to Sex and City. And actually, Sex and City and EastEnders are things that have shaped who I am. And like even now, I will I will tell people, I still watch EastEnders, yeah? Okay? If you want to come for me, come for me. Still watch EastEnders. It's, got, it's problematic in itself, I know. Don't come for me on that. 
But I love watching EastEnders with Sean because it's like our thing that we do together and it reminds you of like that whole family Yeah, it's vibe. cute. It's like your little tradition. It's a tradition. It's just nice. And actually, mm. it's an escapism. Like you just watch it and it's just, it's absolutely pure jokes because you're like, this does, how does all this stuff happen in one square? That's <laughs> <laughs> yes, how Foxy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that is what, that is, that is what has shaped who I am. I guess in a way today, which is I just thought it was an interesting way of opening the the poddy today, talking about what shaped us. So we can get back into uh what did you do this week? How was your week? Yeah, it's been it's been good. Um had ministry on Saturday, obviously that was really fun. <laughs> obviously was living my best life. Skanking. Tell everyone what we did. <laughs> we went to a garage rave at Ministry of Sound <laughs> at like four in the afternoon till like eight pm. <laughs> felt like it was on forever. <laughs> no, it didn't. I felt like it went really quickly. Did, did you? Yeah, I felt like it went really quickly. I was no, so I gutted felt... when it was over. Oh no, I was gutted when it was over, but I felt like I'd been there for a long time. Like I felt like I'd been transported back to my teenage years. I <laughs> yeah. was like in my own bubble most of the time. Like absolutely. Um, (laughs) and yeah so that was really fun that was one of our friends birthdays um to be honest you you actually went home a lot earlier than i did didn't you yeah 11 i went home at 11 i was sensible well well, mainly because i waited in the pub on my own for quite a long time afterwards and it was cold you and lauren you you and lauren took ages to come to the pub so then amy and natalie weren't really staying so they left oh and then i and then and then you turned up Oh my god! I thought that we were there first. No, no, I was there. We were there first, oh, and you took kill. ages, and I was like, "I'm bored now." Buzzkill. And, and I was hungry. Yeah, fair enough. I went home and had a pizza and a cup of tea. Oh, gels. I know. I was really hungry. Oh, well, that was fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was fun, wasn't it? It was fun. It was a really good night. And then what else have I had? So I've had. Maisie's um, school for the first time since the, you know, that thing that happened, COVID. Um, since then, the this is the first time that we've been actually like invited properly into the school. So today I got to go in and have like, it was called open classroom. So I got to go in, see the, the school, like the classroom where she obviously is, check out where she sits, who she sits next to, like, are they going to be bothering her and, you know that stuff um you know i'm very like she's very distractible okay so i like to know who she's sitting next to is it like her close friends because if it is she needs to be moved um (laughs) you're one of those annoying mums that goes into school and just actually i know that you are because i've seen you and i know (laughs) i own it And uh, yeah, so she got to show me like all of her work that she's been doing and stuff, which is so cute. She was really proud. She was like, I'm going to show you my English first. And I was looking at it. I was like, this is English. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know, I know. I can't help it. Do you know what? She's so easy to take the piss out of. But genuinely, no, she actually is doing really well. And um, it was really nice to see her work. I felt very, very proud mum moment. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. Yeah. Mm, nice. You? Oh, wait, and then there was some other news as well, which I, I just have to get out. Maisie, Maisie's dad and I um, are not together, and he's in a new relationship, and he's now having a baby. I cannot with She's you. She's going to be a big sister. I cannot. You are messy. You are so 
just, you know, she's super excited about it. And this was like big news in our house this week, you know, so, yeah. Congratulations, Congratulations. mummy. Congratulations. Yeah, well, yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's cute. That is nice. That's nice. nice. So yeah, so basically that's going to be a older sister. Yeah, which she's been her dream. Dying to her do, dream. Isn't she? Her yeah. dream. Cute. Yeah. So my week was. I feel like it's been busy. It's always busy. It's always busy. Garage night, amazing. Then I did. Uh, oh yeah, I had the amazing. Um, session on microaggressions that we did with one of our clients which yeah. was I actually was not nervous but like felt underprepared for the session um but actually it was fine like I always overthink things so much that I think that I haven't done enough and actually I did too much I think that was like do you know what that's really interesting that you said that because this week as well I've been I've started working on the confidence workshop that we've got coming up in March with the same client and I have been overthinking it to the point of like despair yeah and but I do need to think of an activity but the fact that you just said like you basically over prepared yeah I did made you feel nervous yeah I just like but it was actually it was, like it was getting into that yeah you just need to keep it really simple and actually you want to leave it open for conversation and actually the conversation afterwards so I think I had about over 300 people on this call at, at, at the at the peak of the time mm. people dropped off eventually but you know that wasn't because of me uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was there it wasn't it was a very good session um but the conversations I had afterwards in terms of like people asking questions was do you know what that's and that's why I like doing what we do because it's the questions afterwards yeah. where you've had those people having those aha moments and then they're like having the realization and they're like oh my god and they and they're asking really good deep questions. Do you know what I don't think I've ever seen the chat pop off as much as it was popping off in that group like in any of our other virtual sessions. It was literally it was it was loads and I was trying to keep up with it but it was impossible. Yeah, but yeah, I, it, I literally left the, that session thinking. I want to do this every day. Mm, <laughs> like yeah. I want to have those kind of conversations every day because it made me feel like this. We're doing this for a reason. Because sometimes, yeah, with this DEI work, it does sometimes feel very thankless. <laughs> <laughs> very, very thankless. And sometimes you do it, and you're like, I don't know why the fuck I'm doing this. People are dickheads, and everyone's a dickhead, and everyone needs to leave me alone. I'm not gonna lie. That is how I feel sometimes. And it was moments like that where you go. Do you know what? Yeah, people are amazing and people just really care and people want to make a difference and people have empathy and like people are being so authentic and they're going to love you. Oh my God, is that your speech? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I had that moment afterwards and I felt, I felt like I was walking on cloud nine. It was amazing. So yeah, yeah. That, was, that was good. Um, and yeah, I've just been working, just been hustling, doing the usual hustling this week. Um, very much looking forward to uh, a chilled weekend. Um, yeah, that's basically my oh, week, really. I can't wait for the weekend. Yeah, I can't wait for the weekend. I feel like I've got work to do, though, this weekend. I think you've probably got work to do as well. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but the difference between Ology Day and I is that, actually, if I have work to do over the weekend, I just won't do it. And he will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was literally working until midnight on Sunday. And Sean was like, I'm, Sean was like, why are you not in bed? I was like, because I'm working. Life doesn't stop, you know, just because you want to sleep. 
Honestly, you're such a fucking martyr. I am such a martyr. Oh, God. I love it. I woke, up, I woke up on Monday morning and I went to the gym at like 5.30 and I was like, Sean, Sean was like, are you getting up to go to the gym? I was like, yeah, you know, I work hard, I gym hard, you know me, and I play hard. Went out Saturday night, look at me. That is jokes. Literally, my life. Mm. I love it. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to word on the street. Word on the street. Word on the street. Word on the street. Word on. Before we move on to word on the street, actually, mm. viewers, come yes. closer. I literally can't stop sipping. Come closer. So you may have seen us sipping out of these amazing coupes. They call coupes. Coupe. Probably. Coupe. I don't know. They're called a coupe. It's like a champagne coupe. I thought it was a car. Anyway, we'll call it a coupe. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this has been glammed. Glammed to the nines, yeah? Can you see that? If you mm. fancy picking up a piece of uh, merchandise, you can catch us on the website or on our Instagram. This is Cece. And get yourself a coupe. Cece coupe. Us, bitch. Cece coupes up for sale. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, every week we're having our little coupes and we're going to try our very goddamn best to have a different drink. So why? Far, Just because we want to. So far, we've only stuck to champagne. <laughs> because why the hell not? <laughs> anyway, word on the street. Word, word on the street. street. Word on the street. You go first. What's the word on the street? Word on the street. Word on the street. Word on the street. Um... Oh, do you know what? I saw a really like trivial piece of news that actually has no kind of bearing to anything, but it really like it shook me uh, because I use Ology Day's Netflix password, <laughs> right? And when I saw this, oh piece my god, of news, please don't tell everyone that because Netflix might change their mind. I was like. Thank God for that, because there was this whole piece that was around the fact that Netflix had retracted the statement that they made whereby you cannot share passwords. Mm. Sharing is caring, people. <laughs> Moving get, on. I get it from like a business perspective. If everyone's sharing passwords, where's the money coming? <laughs> Have imagine you seen if, how many original Netflix imagine, series, series imagine there are? Imagine if people were like in our, in our training sessions recording it and then going, here you go, have that. You, just, you can just do the training session. I've got it recorded. <laughs> imagine. Oh, Don't do it. Money. Don't do it, huh? That's what you keep saying. Oh, we're not here for the money. It's all about the money. It's all about the boom, 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 boom. I love that song. Oh, I don't know it. You don't know? What? Oh, God. Oh, my God. It's all about the money. I thought you were singing Jessie J. It's all about the boom, 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 boom. Don't think it's funny. Is this a new song, old song? Oh, it's so it old. I feel like it's like by JoJo, maybe, or... Oh, I don't okay. Know. Well, that'd be why I don't know it. Oh, then. yeah. Don't pretend that you're so cool that you didn't listen to JoJo. I am. Oh, please. <laughs> oh, please. Anyway, word on the street for me. <laughs> Let's get into it. Well, we got a few other things. I want to ask you actually as well. Have you seen the Change Please advert? No, I've, I heard you mention this and I was like, what is that? Oh, it's so, well, I just felt, you know, when you get like a bit of a fuzzy feeling, like when you see something like, oh, so, you know, Change Please are the barista coffee organisation and they train people whom are from the streets, um, who are living rough, sleeping rough. Oh, yeah, rough sleepers, yeah. Rough sleepers, they train them to um, become baristas and go into employment. They've actually partnered up with Colgate, um, and Colgate are offering those people free dental work. Really? 
That's amazing. I, liked I love it. that. Yeah, I like oh, it. Oh, that's great news. Yeah, a bit of free That's a bit like the my news actually then with the fair shop. So I saw this on I don't know, I was scrolling somewhere. TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, whichever one you decide to scroll through. And I saw <laughs> I saw this thing about this cafe called Fair Shot in Covent Garden. And they are um they've it's a, a coffee shop that's run by people with um with learning difficulties yeah. um, or dis- uh, I think, yeah, it's mainly learning difficulties. Um, and they were sh- just showcasing it. And I was like, I've never heard of it before. Never heard of it, um, no. But it looked like a really nice um, like coffee shop where they sell like patiss- patisseries, um, sandwiches and stuff. The food looks amazing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was just so like heartwarming to see and I quite liked it. They but basically they- run like, they... They put like twelve people on a year, don't they? So yeah. They run through the program and yeah. like get them basically up to employability. Oh, you read it? I went on the website. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Didn't realize that you were stealing my news. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's my news. Okay. Cool. I'm adding to it, darling. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we talk about the Grammys? Yes. <laughs> Riveting. <laughs> I love it. No, to be fair, do you know what? There's been a lot of um, like cool stories that have come out of the. Uh, we'll say cool, actually. Maybe that's the wrong adjective. Um, there's been some interesting stories that have come out, and like a plethora of opinions. Oh my god, a plethora. Good word, plethora. <laughs> I can't believe I can say that. Plethora. A plethora. Plethora. So first of all, let's talk about... Can I just say, yeah, before we talk about this, because I feel like people are going to call me out on this. Okay. Okay? People, the people are going to come for me. I, yeah, I remember when we talked about Beyonce mm-hmm. and the Dubai thing, the, yeah. the Dubai shabarkle, debacle. Shabarkle, shabarkle. I love that. <laughs> shabarkle. Obviously, I was feeling a certain way about her performing in Dubai because, yeah. you know, LGBTQ plus IA community. Mm. Not good. Dubai doesn't want us. Mm-hmm. Then you know. Then she released her tickets for her live show. Obviously, you know, and a boy's gonna live, right? A boy's gonna live through the Renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> so I purchased a ticket. <laughs> you know, courtesy of our good friend James, the producer James sorted me out. But and then she went went and gone and won three Grammys, and I was like. Good for her. I was like, here for it, babes. I'm so here for it. However, however, should she have won Album of the Year? She won three Grammys. She's the most Grammy Award winner ever of all time, 32 Grammys, but she's never won Album of the Year. Oh, okay. Didn't know that. Weird. And the person that won Album of the Year... Oh, is this Harry Styles? Harry Styles. I mean, who the fuck is Harry Styles these days? I oh, can name you one oh, she, song. Oh, I need to get myself a cloth. <laughs> you are getting messy. Harry might listen to this. <laughs> he might want to come care. on. <laughs> I don't know a single Harry Styles song, do you? Watermelon and Sugar, hi. But how many years ago Water was that? Watermelon and Sugar, hi. And also... <laughs> the shade of it all oh my god so harry Styles decided to accept his award for album of the year Mm. and went on stage and did his acceptance speech and decided to say this hasn't happened to people like me so did you did you watch the whole speech yeah 
I found it so funny because, I mean, he was either like super awkward and nervous or pissed because it did not flow. It He was literally like... He's uh, awkward, though. All over the place, I think yeah. he, is, he was awkward, yeah. He was really awkward. And but is that because he thought he didn't deserve it? Um, didn't think he was going to win it because obviously Beyonce was... Was, was was up for it you know renaissance was the album of the year no i fully believe that they they know who's going to win that before oh, no. they actually get out no i don't know liz did you see lizzo's um reaction to it lizzo won an award and bless her, she literally was sitting there like and she her face was like a face of sheer like i can't believe i've just won an award i can't believe i've just won this award i don't think it was won by a black woman since whitney houston and well, if someone told me to act shocked, that I can definitely. Do oh, that. Louisa! For God's sake, stop being so pessimistic. <laughs> it's part of my nature. It's terrible. Um. <laughs> I, anyway, back to Harry Styles, right? So I read quite. I read a few tweets and comments um, in response to Harry Styles' speech mm. that I'm going to read, and then we can discuss. So one said, Harry Styles saying this doesn't happen to people like me very often as a white British man who has a history of dating only the most categorically stunning women in Hollywood and whose biggest act of rebellion is wearing sequins and nail polish is extremely rich. After he's taking most of his uh, inspiration from the queer community. Yeah, I'm just just thought I thought that in the threat in there. That's, that's, that's which by the by assumptions by the by. And then uh, one said, Styles has now made history, solidifying himself as the first rich, white, cishist man <laughs> who paints his nails to win a Grammy in music history. Congratulations. Well done, Harry! <laughs> Doesn't happen to boys like me. And then the last one's like, I know Harry Styles didn't... Ha- uh, didn't have bad intentions behind his speech in the Grammys, I but as that. a white cisgender man, you can't say... This doesn't happen to people like me very often. You just can't. I love you, Harry, but that was not it. Now, I feel like this whole, these whole, these things, yeah, or someone saying like, oh, you know, this doesn't happen to people like me very often. It's just so open for interpretation. Like, it's unbelievable. It is literally open for interpretation. I definitely. He could be having some serious mental health issues, yeah. And he's like feeling the most worthless person in the world. And he's like, this does not happen to people like me. Yeah, Yeah. and I I completely understand where he comes from with that saying that. I actually do not think that he meant it in any malice. And I think sometimes people sometimes need to like think to themselves before they react, did that person mean that in malice? He didn't mean it in malice. Let's call him in rather than call him out. Because what they've done right now is they've called him out on it. They're calling him out bad, Publicly. you know. Like really but, calling him out. Like, but when you're in the public eye, you do have a responsibility to be careful with what you say when you go on stage. Care. Duty of yeah, care. absolutely. And he just, he just, he, he should have been prepped. He was not prepped. His PR agency, yeah. his people should have prepped him before he went on stage and made a fool of himself. Because going on stage, regardless of if you're talking about, you know, whether what he means by that is because he is a British guy who won. Did he even win, did they win the X Factor? I can't remember. Did they win the X Factor? I don't know. I, yes, they, yeah. They won the X Factor. They're four, three, four. I don't know how many. How many in that group? They're four white Irrelevant. English guys <laughs> who won the X Factor. Never thought they'd get any 
further than the UK. Mm. He's now come off on his own. He's from a single parent family. Mm-hmm. And he's now won a fucking Grammy wearing yeah. sequins. I don't know what you call it, but he's wearing a sequence like uh Did you see him on the red carpet? No. Oh, he's wearing... Did he have a different outfit on then? Yeah, I don't he, remember. He performed as well. He said three outfits. Oh, I didn't watch that. Yeah. Um, so I get where he's coming from with it. Like, I get, like, him going on stage going, this doesn't happen to people like me. Like, it's mad. Like, I'm at the performance. I get it. I kind of get it. But you have to be careful with Harry. But this is, this is the issue, right? So everyone now has to be careful all the time. So no, you cannot celebrate yourself, yeah? You can't celebrate your individualism and your achievement and your uh, success through hard work and graft, let's say. I don't really know. So I believe that a lot of people are just put where they're... Where they are, but whatever. So, so with regard, you know, with regards to that, this is the world now we're creating. Is like you can't be too celebratory about yourself because you might upset this person. No. What what are you saying? You can can celebrate yourself. No one said you can't celebrate yourself. We just have to be careful. It's like you can't go on stage and, and 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 and. And be homophobic because you're celebrating yourself. Yeah, but there's a difference between being disrespectful and calling that people se- names. But that was seen as disrespectful to some people. Yeah, I get that. It was seen as disrespectful because a lot of people are going off the back of the fact that, obviously, um, Kim Petras won an award and was the first trans woman to win a Grammy. Yeah, but also that he was in a category with 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 Beyonce. I think that's and with other, and there's other people in the category that they felt that deserved it. I think it was only because they felt like other people deserved the award rather than it being. Do you know what I mean? No. No, I don't make it. I don't know what I mean either. <laughs> I feel like. He, I, <laughs> I feel like Stay I've down, lost babes. it. I've lost it. This has gone to my head. Um, no, but what I'm saying is that I feel like. Forget about the Grammys. You, as a person who is uh, in the public eye, when you go on and speak, you have to be conscious of what you say and how you say it because it can be taken. Snippets of what you say can be taken and mm. misconstrued in yeah, a way. Yeah, no, I agree with and that. And that's why a lot of people mm. don't go out and say things in public that often because they're too yeah. worried about it being taken out of context. Yeah, and I think unfortunately. It wasn't even that he said it out of context. It was that he just said it without any without sort any of thought. without thought. And if he said this doesn't happen to people like me, from if he explained it and went into detail, but he just said it doesn't he happen gave it to some substance. Yeah, it's the fact that he just said it doesn't happen to people like me. <sighs> Thank you. And literally, the visual thing is, yeah, yeah, why, yeah, Sishist. Sissish, sis, sissish. And, and you know, but good, well done, sis- Harry, for winning. Like, Ished. good for you. Well done. Beyonce deserved it. And we know we need to understand why is it that Beyonce hasn't won an album of the year award at the Grammys? Is the Grammys actually got a bit of a problem? Well, then you'd have to look into if any other race has ever won an album of the year award. Yeah, we'd do the investigation. I don't know. Yeah, which I think is probably. No, Probably not the case, but maybe there is a percentage difference. I don't understand why Beyonce didn't win. I don't actually know who the other um, 
candidates were, but Beyonce's Renaissance. I think Lizzo was in there. Sick. Lizzo. And it's like nothing else that is really out at the moment, but the way that it sort of like, you know, flows into the next song and all of that. Mm. I just feel, yeah, I just, I, I, I just feel like he didn't, he didn't deserve it. Who the hell are these people? I don't know <laughs> half these people. Well, Adele, you don't know who Adele is. Oh wait, oh Adele was Adele was so cute on the on on when when Harry won. She was just so happy for him. It was like it was like a proud mum moment. It was really cute. Honestly, loved it, loved it. I just love watching celebrities acting in their natural habitats because they're all so bizarre. Anyway, that's enough of word on the street. Let's move on to get into the actual, the tea. Let's get into it. So today's topic, bum, 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 and I topic of the week <laughs> is all around, because last week we spoke about diversity versus representation, right? We did. Yeah, and we had a great conversation Juicy. around, we you know, which one is should be at the forefront. Juicy, juice. Juicy. Which one should be at the forefront and which one shouldn't? Mm. Um, and if you want to know more, then go back to the previous episode and watch <laughs> season one, episode two. <laughs> um, anyway, so leading on from that discussion, I wanted us to talk about the dangers of tokenism. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, you know, if you're focusing on representation and diversity, you can fall into the... Um, I don't want to say trap. What's the word? Uh, tokenism. You could fall into the the sticky situation. Sticky situation of tokenism. So explain to the wonderful community what does tokenism mean. So tokenism is like performative response in mm. the sense that. Maybe, all right, for instance, Black Lives Matter happened um, and your organisation is also all of a sudden very aware that they don't have any ethnic minority representation within their senior leadership. And straight away they're like, oh shit, um, we need to get some black people in our senior leadership uh, and how do we do that? Let's go to a recruiter and request it and then all of a sudden it's there but you're unaware of why they're there you're unaware of how they got there you're unaware of the journey you're there's absolutely zero communication on anything else um and no support shown through um i don't know raising awareness and yeah that 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 is tokenism so that is like a performative response to uh what am i just trying to think of a environmental disaster. <laughs> a pandemic. <laughs> I think it's, it's tick box. Yeah, it's tick box exercise. It's a tick yeah. box exercise. Tokenism is like you tick the box, you've got that black person, you've got that disabled person, you've got that Asian person, and it's just tokenism. It's not because you're doing it because... It, for the right reasons. You're not doing it for the right reasons, or you're not doing it and making sure that you're protecting those people that you've then put into those positions. And tokenism happens a lot. Like, even if you look at... I feel like... If we go back to the EastEnders, I feel like there was a time when EastEnders had their token black person and their token Asian person. Mm, and tokenism yeah. was rife on TV for a long time. And to be fair, I still think it's like that sometimes. Like, don't all you of dare. A sudden, don't you dare. <laughs> no, but you do. Like, all of a sudden, like, after, the, after COVID, like, 
you you must have noticed like adverts were just getting like extremely visually diverse. Yeah. And it was like so obvious that it was actually becoming laughable. Mm. Like, oh, there we go. Oh, they've got their token <laughs> disability. They've got their, yeah, of course, it, you know, here comes the next characteristic. Mm. And even though like in a sense, it's not a bad thing because it's raising awareness and it's it's giving people um, light, right? But mm. on the flip side of that, when it is performative, it also it also kind of makes a mockery out of it all. Yeah, and it also you have you also have to take it back to how that person may feel if they realise that they're there as a token yeah. as well. Like it's not nice for you to feel like. You look around the room and you go, well, "Why am I the only person here?" And then you start to have that feeling that, "Oh, am I just that token? Am I the token person here?" Mm. And yeah. you know, you start having a conversation. And actually, it's it happens where you start to question whether or not you're actually capable of doing the job. Am I here for the right reasons? Yeah. Am I here because I can do the job, or am I here because I'm a token? And it becomes a battle in your mental for your mental health. It yeah, becomes, it creates imposter syndrome. Yeah. It has a knock on your confidence. Like, yeah, absolutely. It's hideous. And I think, I actually think that a lot of businesses don't realise that they're doing it when they do it. Mm. <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. I think that some businesses do realise yeah, that they're I doing think, it. I think some businesses obviously do it because they, they it's performative. But I think a lot, some businesses do it for that they, they think they're doing the right thing. Like yeah. I've had people say to me, "Oh, we just need to help black people, you know, because they need extra help, right? They need more help." So I just really want to go out and help more black people. Mm. I've had someone tell me that before, and that is I mean, that's problematic on so many levels. <laughs> Because you think that, you know... It's quite condescending, isn't it? It's so condescending. Oh, my God, you poor... you poor. You poor black person. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Bless you for being black. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that is... That's not only tokenism. That is white saviour. That that is condescending. (laughs) God, just list off so many things that are wrong with it. But those are the people that you go who say they want to do that sort of work and you can and you go that's tokenism that's you mm, doing it yeah. for the wrong reasons that is very like obvious <laughs> <laughs> i like to give the different you know spectrums that's like the obvious but then that the, the less obvious would be i don't know think of an example top of my head would be um well we're trying to rec- we're trying to recruit we're recruiting in a um I guess a low economic background area, social class area. Mm. So we want to get someone that's a bit, you know, yeah, street. It's like when you look on the back of a shampoo bottle and they try to hide all of the chemicals with like <laughs> flouncy words that yeah. you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> what? How's that tokenism? <laughs> no, say that example. What you just said. Oh, yeah. So that, and then you go. They're trying to make sure that they can appeal to the market in which that they're serving. Mm. So they go out and try and find someone for that 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 looks or feels like that area. Mm. And you go, okay, I kind of understand what they're doing there, but that is also can be seen as tokenism. Like you're getting me in as a token to suit the to suit your fit, fit the bill to fit the bill. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> to fit the bill and that yeah. and that can be seen as tokenism yeah and the problem with tokenism 
is that if people catch you, boy, cancelled, 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 yeah. cancelled, mm. and that's and that's the, and that's lead, leads into the culture. Well, that's the that's the danger for the business, but the danger for the people and you know is is far greater. I think emotionally. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, cancelled like retention. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? When you, if you're thinking about it from a business perspective, if you are falling into that whole "let's tick a box" exercise, let's perform, let's perform, then you will eventually end up losing those people. That means your, you know, your retention would be ridiculous because you'll be constantly recruiting and constantly ticking the box and constantly losing people. It's just yeah. like a, a Ferris wheel. A Ferris wheel. A Ferris wheel. Yeah. yeah, and it's and that's not good for business at all. So. Yeah. You know, it's one of those where you have to be really careful. I'm trying to think of I've got, I've got a really good example of tokenism. So, hmm. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be messy. I can't be messy. I can't be messy. Are you serious? I can't be messy. But what I'm going to say is, said company, <laughs> said company. Um, have decided that they want to attract more diverse people into their business. So said company goes and does a campaign. I feel like this is a game. Stop it. And I'm like, gotta guess this. You can't story. guess it. Here it I is. Don't, now I don't... I'm gonna be like ah! <laughs> James, <laughs> James be ready, be ready to cut this off. <laughs> <laughs> so said company decides that they want to be attract more diverse people. So they decide to go and do a campaign. And in their campaign, they specifically said that they want to have a black person, a woman, a disabled person, um, and and then you know throw in a couple of white people as well. Why not? Um, <laughs> and they did the campaign. They ran it, and said campaign starts to attract diverse people. Mm. But then you go into the company and you realise that the company mm. isn't diverse. Mm. So where have these people that are on the poster come from? Yeah. Tokenism. agencies <laughs> <laughs> and so this is like a thing that happens a lot though a yeah. lot of companies do this yeah um and a lot of companies i've actually spoken to about this recently um because i'm like because they're like what well, we want to attract but obviously people are not going to come and work for us mm -hmm. if they don't think that we have diversity so can't we just pretend and mm. like, because you're using the word pretend like you're pretending, but what you're doing is you're lying. <laughs> There's a big difference between pretending because that lasts for like a short period of time <laughs> and lying lasts longer and you're lying for a duration of your whole campaign that you have people that are diverse and you don't. So that's tokenism. That's a really good example. So I think, you know, I, I had this, we had this, I actually had this conversation at Turtle Bay um, this wasn't the said company that did that whole campaign thing, but I had a conversation at Turtle Bay about this because we at, Turtle Bay has a really diverse workforce. Yeah. Um, and so I always say to them, there is no need to... Um, what's the word when you put things together? Like to construct. construct. There's no need to mm. construct photos That's to make there. it look like... To make sure that you've make sure you've got a bit of everything in it. Yeah, you know, there's no need to construct that because you've na you're actually naturally diverse. So there's yeah. no need to like to try and make it any more than what it is. Um, and I said to them because otherwise it looks like you're overdoing it. Mm. Like if you're always putting up 
posts that there's loads of black people yeah. in the restaurants or there's loads of black people in the team when realistically you have got loads of black people but there's not like a, an array of them that's what I always think. So I always there's think no point see, in lying. Yeah, whenever I see adverts that I've just got like, I don't know, this is this can come across a little bit like, oh, shut up. But <laughs> probably someone sitting there going, shut up. Yeah, but like when I when I see too much visual diversity yeah, in one advert, I just find it really it, like ingenuine. Mm. I do. I look at it and I'm like, oh, it's tick box. It's and and that's my bias. Mm. yeah that is your bias yeah it is yeah because i'm like and obviously my pessimism like pain <laughs> i'm like what are you doing behind the scenes i need to like all oh, right okay what company is that and research that company okay what charities do you work with what community work do you do yeah you know yeah and that's very difficult i guess for said any company to then be able to because what if you are a company that is really diverse and you have and you put and actually, or you're a black-owned company, or you're an Asian-owned company, or you're a disabled-owned company, mm. and you're you're just actually d- showcasing what it is that you are, but then it comes across like you are disingenuous. Well, no, I don't think it's about like just showcasing what you are, because that would be different. It's when I see like one of everything in the same. Or like, you know, cut after cut after cut after cut. I'm like, that just doesn't seem genuine. It just doesn't seem real to me. And let, and, until I myself then go do the research, look at the company. God, I sound so anal. You said it, not me. Go do the research, <laughs> look at the company, find out what other You have a lot of doing, time on your hands. Sure I don't watch a lot of TV, as you know, so this no. happens rarely. <laughs> But the thing is, so the flip side, on the flip side, someone could go, well, if you're doing, if you're thinking specifically about adverts, let's talk about adverts. Actually, when you put an advert out, you're trying to attract multiple types of people. So you try and, um, you know, you yeah. try and make sure that those people can see themselves in the advert. Yeah. So actually you would then end up putting one of each type of characteristic on the advert. Yeah. Is that classed as tokenism? It depends what's going on behind the scenes. And, and, you know, that's what I mean. But no, for marketing, advertising perspective, I don't know if that would... I would. I don't know. It's a difficult right, so one. Right, if you was at the start of your journey, you're saying and if you was mar- marketing and advertising that way to attract more diversity because you actually don't have any... No, not talking about advertising for um, recruiting. We're talking about advertising no. for a product. Oh, so right. if they're advertising for a product and they've put one of everything in the advert... Is that's not tokenism, is it? That's just advertising. Well, I guess it goes back to the conversation that we had last week. Is it representation or is it tokenism? Well, that's dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's what I'm asking. <laughs> I'm asking you the question because I'm trying to... I don't think... I think if it's advertising, advertising a product and you're trying to attract mar- multiple different markets, then that's not tokenism. That's advertising. That's sub- that's that's unfortunate. That's brainwashing. <laughs> that's, okay. Right. That's that. That's advertising. If you're recruiting people, if you're recruiting people, yeah, what, yeah, and you're pretending yeah. that your your workforce looks a certain way when it doesn't, yeah, that's lying, and that potentially is tokenism. It is. But then, if you're at the start, this is what I'm saying. So, if you're at the start, if you've got a company of let's say, I don't know, fifty people, and don't lie. Just to be honest, we're at the start of our journey. We we are 
doing the work, come and work for us. We want to come and join us on this journey. I don't yeah. think there's, any, there's no need for them to put, to put an image out of, of of a diverse workforce if you don't have it, just because you're at the start of your journey. Yeah, but it could be like, this is what we want. This is what we're aiming for. Well, then it has to be a disclaimer at the bottom of the picture that says, FYI, this is not our office. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean, though? Because yeah, otherwise, it's, it's misleading. It's misleading. It's yeah. misleading. And I just don't think there's any need for it. Yeah. I don't think that I actually... Well, maybe I... No. I was gonna say, I'm trying to think if, I, when, if I've ever gone and looked at a business and thought, I need to check to make sure they're diverse. I'd rather check to make sure they're doing... previous to doing this work, I don't think I... But um, even now, I wouldn't... I would look to make sure that they have uh, some sort of now, E&I. Now we have to do that. That's part of our job. <laughs> no. <laughs> we'd, have check, we'd have to go and check... Fucking hell, are you leaving that part out? <laughs> no, and what I mean by that is that I wouldn't I wouldn't go out on their website and check a picture to see if they've got a t- if they've ticked every single characteristics under the Equalities Act. I would go in no, and... No, I do that. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I don't think that's the right thing to do because that doesn't show diversity. That is visual diversity. There is so much more than just visual diversity as we keep talk, talking about. I would rather go in and, and check to see what the Glassdoor reviews have been like and I would maybe search Glassdoor. That's part of it, though. That's, and that's I would all also, part of it. But I'd also check to see if they've got an EDI policy yeah. on their website. Yeah. Is there is there gender pay gap on their website? Have they got their race pay gap on their website? I would. Yeah, so that's what we're saying. So you you would go and research and to see whether they're equality, equality. If, or diverse or whatever. But I wouldn't check, would check that. I wouldn't ch- I would ch- uh, what I'm looking for is to make sure that they are inclusive rather than that they have diversity. Yeah, which you may be able to find on something like Glassdoor, no sorts of reviews. Their websites, I don't think you can gauge whether they're inclusive or, or not inclusive because many organisations and many that we've uh, have approached us, some that we've actually turned away from our business, um, have come to us and had like shit hot websites that You're look so amazing. Messy. She's so messy sometimes, and isn't she? They, and <laughs> when you away. actually meet them... And talk about their business and talk about their organisation and what what kind of policies they have and what kind of people they have there. It just doesn't reflect the website. <laughs> yeah, the problem is is that people also lie on their website. So that's what I mean. So yeah. like inclusivity is really hard to gauge. I think for a website, like, I do think that, um, like we said with like Glassdoor and stuff, you can gauge a little bit more because that's people writing about their experiences. Yeah. Um. But otherwise, yeah, I don't think you really can gauge that sort of thing. But with the, I mean, I would always, I would still always look at their imagery and stuff on their website because, well, for us it's different because obviously we're we're talking to potential clients in that sense. I would always look at their sort of imagery and things like that to see. I always look to see what kind of imagery, yeah, reflective of what. True, because they're being promoted. Because I think about someone. I'm actually just had a flashback to one to someone that we worked with. And uh, and the website was, and we looked at the website and we were like, yeah, you need to change the picture. Because and we was like, oh my God, take down, meet the team. Yeah. Take, <laughs> take it down. Take it down and meet the team. That's not helping you First bit all. of advice, take that down. <laughs> but yeah, okay. I guess it's about finding a happy medium. It's about actually be careful with what you do when it comes to tokenism. Like be careful not to fall into the, 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 the trap of tokenism. If you're going to, if you're going to try and attract diverse people, do the work before, do the homework. 
do the, do the homework. homework. And make sure and and do other work. Do do work that's making people feel included at the off, at the space already at your organisation. Yeah, space make sh- look after the people you've got internally. Make yeah. sure that they they have a sense of belonging. Connect yourself with other community groups with charities because that will open your your kind of plethora. New word. I'm going to use it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> your plethora of your scope of, you know, your bubble, your world, your yeah. horizon, you know. And that's it. And, that, and that's it. And then have conversations with those people. So try and understand why you're not attracting the visual diversity, perhaps, that you are looking for to then fall into representation. Rather than tokenism. Rather than tokenism. Because no one wants to be cancelled. Nobody wants to be cancelled. Because cancel culture is so real right now. I know. And I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know how I feel about it. I think I've I used to be that person that'd be like, You make a mistake and you're cancelled, you're out. Whereas now obviously we're doing this work. There's you you, no one no one is cancelled in my eyes because like you can't go around expecting people to make a mistake and then you just go, You made a mistake, fuck off. I think We're it's done. I think it's seriously hypocritical if you ask me. I think council culture is massively hypocritical because there is not one single human being that walks through life without ever making a mistake. And I get that some people's mistakes. I yeah, don't know. Are huge. I've, I've done an awfully good job so far. That's not true. <laughs> Nineteen years, remember. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think that like you know people make mistakes and. I do understand, like we were saying earlier about Harry Styles, how people in like the limelight and stuff, mm. and big corporate organisations, and that they have a, a, you know, a wider sense of responsibility. Let's say because they're in the public eye, and you know that's a lot of opinions that you have to juggle. Yeah, I get that, but still, like, surely just being honest is like you know the the best thing, the most authentic thing. So if you do make a mistake and then the or, or an organisation makes a mistake or a celebrity makes a mistake and then they kind of own up to it and address it and give it some substance, like we said, and give it some, you know, explanation, then surely we don't have to have this whole cancel culture, whatever, malarkey. I'd like to find out where it stemmed from because it wasn't around 10 years ago, I don't feel like. It's, it wasn't no, as pre- it fucking wasn't. wasn't. As prevalent, Who, at least. I feel like I've only heard this term term in the past couple of years, but maybe it's a bit longer than that. I don't know. <laughs> but it's something that like, my little brother would say. Oh, uh, really? He says cancelled. Cancelled. Really? Oh, God. Um, but yeah, I just, I, just, I just feel like it's something, you know, when we go back to the whole, if, you really, if you're really doing this work as a, you know, a, a champion of whether it's DEI, diversity, equity and inclusion or EEI, then you can't be that person that's cancelling people because that means you're not allowing anyone to grow. You're not allowing anyone to learn. You're not allowing anyone yeah. to make mistakes and no one is perfect. And also there is no fucking rule book. No, so robot. how are you counselling someone? And the rules change every day. All the, ones the time. That are there. However, if you do something bad to me, potentially you might be cancelled. Like, I don't think I've ever cancelled anybody. People have cancelled me. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you have definitely cancelled a couple of people in the last couple of years. 
<laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> Moving on swiftly before someone comes down here and uh, has a little word. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we are moving on to the part of our little poddy where we talk, we take some questions from our community, our community, our community. Why do you keep telling American? Our community. Kardashians. The community. Uh, community. I'm going to watch, I watched an episode of the Kardashians community. the other day. I needed something. I needed, sorry. I literally do such a good Kardashian. Go on. Impression. Go no. On. No, go on. No, you cancelled me. No, no, no. Go on. <laughs> go on. Let's hear the Kardashians, everyone. Which Kardashian are you today? Oh, see if you can guess. Okay. Okay. So now we are going to take some questions from our community. <laughs> I have no idea. I feel like you're doing corny. Courtney yeah. and Chloe. I was doing Courtney. Yeah, I feel like it was Courtney. Courtney's very nasally and she's like, she's very well. <laughs> anyway, let's take some questions. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do any sort of like impersonation or accent, which is good because it's wrong, but you know. Why is it wrong? Taking the piss out of people is not I nice. love doing a Grinch impersonation. Okay, we're not having an episode of impersonations. Let's move on to questions. Wait till Christmas. <laughs> Let's move on to the questions. Our first question from our community is, um, as a senior leader, if I want to showcase representation in my organisation and I'm specific about the characteristics that I'm looking for, is that okay? It's, it's like going, so... I, well, I really want to improve. Nice my... way of saying, can I, can I express, can I, can I showcase tokenism? Can I what? Sorry. Can I showcase tokenism? I thought you can said I something else. Tokenism. I actually thought you said something else, and I was like, imagine. <laughs> 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 oh God. Anyway, but yeah. <laughs> I'm from the estate, but I'm not that bad. <laughs> so, to answer the question is, is, is that would be tokenism? Well, yeah, I think so. I feel like there needs to be more context to that question. Um, community, please can we have more context next time? <laughs> 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 I guess I guess what I get what they're trying to say is that mm. if I um I've seen that you know senior leaders we are missing females and we're missing black people I'm want to go and yeah, any no, ethnic, I get it, any ethnic I... minority I want to go out and specifically only recruit ethnic minorities and and females is that okay Yeah and no, so I wouldn't answer that question because I would just say why why do yeah. you want to? Why do you want to do that? Why do you want to hire that person? Why do you want to hire that person? That would be my follow-up question to that. So my answer is why. My one would be, how are you going to protect those people if they come and work for you? Nice. <laughs> That's like, nice. How would you, like if you're going to recruit these people? How are you going to ensure those people feel included and they belong? Mm-hmm. What are you doing to make sure? What are your policies? and stuff like that. So yeah. That, that, you know, there's work that needs to be done before you get to that point. And I kind of feel like if you look in your business, entire your entire business, right, and you don't have those people already in the business to be able to move up, then potentially you might look at getting them externally. But there is, there is a thing about nourishing and... Oh. 
and yeah. mentoring, nourishing and mentoring your your current workforce and breaking the glass ceiling so that then people actually move in, move up internally, that's more powerful. That's mm-hmm. how you get proper representation that's not tokenism. Yeah. You're yeah. welcome. That was free. It's a tricky one still. <laughs> it's always tricky with you. <laughs> Always tricky. Why is it tricky? What's tricky? Well, just because like, trick, you know, trick to rock and night is rock and is that the song? It's tricky. It's tricky, tricky, tricky. Oh my god, I want to watch that. We are messy. Um, this is a messy episode. Yeah. It is. <laughs> um. Well, okay. So, reason being, because in my head, then I was just thinking, oh, it, you know, it is really one of our like top pieces of advice, and and to grow and nurture and mentor and progress people within your company like mm. super super important um and i love to see it but it's but also on the flip side of that obviously coming out of the of the world coming into the world coming out of the world as as we have done after such a you know busy period of people being sick and stuff a lot of people have lost their jobs and there's a lot of people who are like in, who were in senior positions who've lost their jobs who are now looking for new positions and they also need a job. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. So mm, yeah. So what you're saying is that sometimes you do have to go externally because yeah. otherwise you'll never. Those people will always be on the shelf. Yeah, on the shelf. Good one. Hmm. I mean, I think it's, again, it's about balance, isn't it? It's about... Everything's it's about, about balance. Yeah, it's about balance. It's about reading the, reading the time that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do get what you mean. Although I do... I do it's feel like... so competitive I do that feel that like I would... I, if I, I would... I would not agree. <laughs> because if you're senior, you are more likely to get another senior role more than someone junior trying to get up well yeah of course because the junior person needs to gain experience yeah yeah but that's why balance is important yeah yeah Mm. okay next question from the community um community community. how do you go about educating people around representation Mm, vague question listen to last week's podcast (laughs) (laughs) i mm. How do you go about educating people around representation? I mean, I guess it's about understanding why representation is important. Because I suppose the other way to understand representation, because I had this conversation actually when we went when I went home with my partner and we were discussing the, what the importance of representation. And it's, Did we chat about this on the train the other night? Did anyone have anything to say? Oh, else? my God, yeah! yeah! Oh, my God, we had the deepest convo on the train. <laughs> And the poor guy was having absolute jokes next to us that like he was literally living. Yeah, <laughs> he was living. <laughs> he was living. We had obviously we were slightly intoxicated, <laughs> um, but I feel like the best conversations happen when you're intoxicated if you're intelligent enough to have those conversations. Um, <laughs> shady. But one of our friend, one of our good friends, wrote in last week. She. Um, we read what her her mm. answer to one of the question the question that we asked, yeah. and she actually raised the com- started the conversation up at the weekend around representation. Remember, 
Yeah. <laughs> but I can't remember what the conversation was. Oh, well, that was absolutely pointless. Because <laughs> neither can I. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought you were smiling because you were going to tell the story. <laughs> you were literally like, hmm. <laughs> no, I was like, oh, did she bring it up? I yeah, she did. She, she did. She did. She's I mean, been on a real journey and it's nice to watch. Yeah, but she said something that was really like not okay <laughs> yeah, and i can't remember what it was but i think the thing is and i was and this is where we were educating them wasn't it because we were like i was explaining to them that i said there were, i think it was something along the lines of they were like i just feel like we just need to start talking about diversity and yeah. representation just everyone just needs to get on with it yeah and i was like it's really easy to say that sometimes from a place of privilege well, especially yeah when you're when you are represented yeah it's when very you're, easy to it's really easy and i think yeah. i always find it more people that are more represented that always don't get why it's important and yeah because because it's not it's not lived experience it's not a lived experience so i always say to people to understand representation go and speak to someone from a marginalized background Mm -hmm. because that will give you an insight like if i tell you some of the stories and some of the the emotions and the feelings and some of the things that have affected my mental health and my well-being in my life yeah because of not having representation because of not being seen you know, it would completely change your point of view and your perspective. Although some people might turn around and go, we should just man up. And those people need to not be my people. They are. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, so that's, I guess that, is, that spins it right back around to the answer of the question is, like, for educating representation, you need to understand people's experiences who have had that lived experience of not being represented and the impact that it's had on them. Yeah, 100%. Um, we love these. I absolutely love this question part. I actually really enjoy it. It's really yeah, like same. <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> I do. I actually <laughs> do. I love the question part. <laughs> it gets your brain ticking a little bit. It gets you like you know thinking. Yeah. On your toes. I do like it. So yeah, please keep them coming, everyone. Community. We love the community asking the questions. So <laughs> keep sending them in. If you want to send them in to Oh my god, I need to we need to get a little phone number. We'll get that going. I need to that's my job. I forgot that was my job. That was actually my job. That was your task. Okay. I will I will get I'll I will get back onto it. But task. we will have a WhatsApp number so you can actually send your questions in yes. by next week. We'll sort that out. Anyway, moving on oh to... Oh, my gosh, people start sending us hate crime. Oh, I love it. I live for it. <laughs> Send in the hate. I have been through it all, kids. I have lived a life. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for Manny's of the Week. 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 I'm just, I'm just recording new rhymes. Every, every time, every time. You start I f- fucking voice dancing f- with them too. Don't I feel you? like I went on and do like a little beatboxing. Like I can't do beatboxing. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna do. It. I was gonna try, but my mouth is so dry. <laughs> I can't fucking do it. It's so dry. Anyway, what was your manifestation for this week? My manifestation for this week is um, going to be not to overthink. Mm. Yeah, I'll tell you why. I don't, I don't know about you, but have you noticed that it's been a full moon for about five days? Oh my God! I was going to talk to you about this. Every day I wake up in the morning and I get, and I'm like, oh, it's still full. 
I'm an emotional wreck, honestly. Like, I am. Just, I'm opposite to you. My brain is going. I'm so creative. To the dozen. Before moons make me creative and make me not be able to sleep, my brain is just like constantly going and I'm like thinking of loads of ideas. Okay, I'm always, yes. Always yeah. like that. Well, yeah, no, same. But the uh, emotional side of it is actually now starting to really like get to me a little bit because mm. I'm overthinking everything. Mm. Like, but you're naturally an overthinker. Everything. I am naturally an overthinker. So imagine what it's like right now. You're a Gemini, so that's a tr- lovely trait of it's... one of of one of your your people. <laughs> Noted. I'm surrounded by Gemini's people. Surrounded, it's suffocating. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Oh, Go you on. You attract us and you keep us. Yeah, I do. <laughs> like little, little annoying nuggets. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Um, so yeah, so this week I need to um, I need to stop overthinking everything because yeah, I'm 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 just having some trouble sleeping and mm. um, I'm I'm being a bit of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Okay. A moody bitch. Oh, it's good that you realise that though, right? Yeah, I definitely. think that's. I think because a lot of people would just be like, shrug it off and be like, "I'm just not. I'm fine. I'm fine." Yeah, no. And you're like, I'm not fine. I'm a bitch. Yeah, I'm not being. Yeah, I'm not being too joyful. Okay. <laughs> so I need to quieten down the voices. It's multiple Gemini personalities chatting to one another. And yeah. Then... Oh my god, we had that. Just literally reminded me. Sorry, of the conversation we had on Saturday at ministry with one of our friends who's also a Gemini oh, yeah. about our Gemini episode. <laughs> Yeah. We're going to do an episode all around Gemini's and how to deal with them. <laughs> we're astrologers now as well. <laughs> well. Maybe we should do tarot reading. That'd be so Are cool. I would love... We sp- don't know how to tarot read. No, I don't. I mean, get someone to tarot read. Oh, for us. Yeah. On the show. For the business, yeah. Idea. Yeah. Oh, God, that's a great idea. James, write that down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming soon. So your manifestation is around... Um, yeah, so st- stop overthinking. Stop overthinking. Do some underthinking this week. Some underthinking. Okay, let's manifest that for you. I'm here for it. My manifestation of the week is trusting the process. So nice. I have... I like to compare myself to people oh, a lot. Gosh. What do you mean, oh gosh? Sound like my can mother. You? You're the best. I know, I know. But I, I I I live through this life of like always wanting more. We've talked about this before. Like I'm always Multiple times. always want more. It's never enough. And uh, so I'm always comparing myself to other people mm. and I'm always questioning whether or not I'm in the right place. And I'm like, why is this not happening for me at this time? And I need to this week really focus on less of that. It's, it's negative. It's a negative energy that's yeah. unnecessary. And actually, I really want to focus on trusting the process because everything that I've ever wanted comes into fruition yeah. at, at the right time. And I yeah. need to start realising that I need to stop trying to quicken everything up or to mm. try and control everything. So this week, I really want to focus on letting go, trusting the process. And when people want to come and reproach me for things... They'll approach me for the things. <laughs> <laughs> That's my manifestation. So there's people you better start approaching. <laughs> anyway, so we that... We should journal this week. We should journal, what, yeah, every day? we should journal this week, yeah. As in that everyday, write a little journal? Yeah. What for, sorry? Our manifestations. 
see what where um how they're coming to fruition so what would the journal include well hopefully mine will include absolutely zero because i'm <laughs> supposed to be underthinking. <laughs> and mine will be full of loads of stuff because i'll be overthinking no just writing down i think that, that would be a nice little experiment Okay, I mean, like, not like we've got loads of work to do, but let's add in more work and journal every day. <laughs> How long is the journal thing Just meant to be? Just before bed, you know, empty. Okay, challenge S- accepted. See if, it, see if it helps us. Challenge accepted, yeah. starting today. Yeah, because you need to trust the process and I need to stop overthinking. So those two things might actually, might highlight some gratefulness for you, which would ensure that you trust the process and it might hi- highlight, um, well, it might just get some shit out of my head. <laughs> okay okay fine i will i will take that challenge i will journal i'm a challenge accepted challenge accepted you know level up <laughs> 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 so we are coming to the end of the party um oh. i know it always go, it's going it's, this is episode three can you believe it no. No, no can I. Elated. Um huh? I'm elated. Oh, that's a good word. Elated. Okay. Yeah, you're liking my vocab this week. A very good vocab. Yeah. Have you been snorting a dictionary or thesaurus? <laughs> <laughs> What's happened? <laughs> um, anyway, back to the original episode. Um, so this week we have touched Can on. You said eaten. I know. I don't, I don't know why. I don't. I don't know why snorting came out. I don't. I don't know why, but it did. You know, we are who we are. Don't judge. Um, so this week we've we've talked about tokenism and how tokenism can lead to counselling and council culture um, yeah. and how to kind of stay away from tokenism. So it's been it's been interesting. Um, and yeah, next week we are talking about... Drum roll, please. <laughs> Doing the right thing. Ooh, that is very broad. <laughs> so broad. I love it, because it means we can do whatever we want. <laughs> do the right thing anyway thank you so much everyone for the listening um thank you to our community the community um but yeah we have been sisu and this has been on the sofa with sisu and we want to say stay brave stay honest and stay curious stay curious bye y'all bye y'all